Christ is risen. Christos Vosgrasi. Christos Anasti. Christos Enviat. Amasiakam. This morning we celebrate another Sunday of Pascha. We have celebrated and began the celebration of the mid feast as we stand in between Pascha and Pentecost. And while we had the feast uh, on Wednesday, the Divine Liturgy for the Mid-Feast, the Mid-Feast lasts for a little over a week. So we stand in the middle of the feast, and all of the themes that we have been talking about uh, after we had Thomas Sunday and the Holy Myrrhbears, we come around to the themes of the Gospel of John, which we have been reading throughout this Paschal season. That being water and light. Last Sunday, we had the paralytic who is sitting by the pool waiting for someone to put him into the water to be healed. Today, we have our Lord who, as scripture tells us, and as the Apostle John is never, how shall I say, loose with his words. Every word that he uses carries meaning as we should remember all of scripture, there's not throwaway words, there's not throwaway verbs, but every word has a deep meaning. Our Lord has come to Samaria, outside of Israel. You could call them distant cousins of the, of the Israelites. But he has come on a long journey, and he sits down wearied, tired, exhausted, by a well. And the disciples go off into the city because they need some food. And a Samaritan woman comes up. And then we have a long conversation. A conversation in which our Lord asks for a drink and then proceeds from this simple request out of his necessity of needing drink. This woman that he is not known to bring her into the depths of salvation, to plunge her into the truth of the kingdom. Our Lord, throughout the Gospel of John, has many, I'll call them, holy conversations. Conversations in which our Lord engages with someone, and usually, and this is especially throughout the Gospel of John as compared to Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they especially don't seem to understand what he's talking about. Or at least they hear one word and they think something else. But as the mid-feast, the theme of the mid-feast from Wednesday, underlines for us, as the Gospel of John does as well, our Lord has come from heaven. And so when he engages with us, when he engages with Nicodemus, when he engages with the Samaritan woman, even when he comes, as we've already read in the Gospel of John, to Cana, he takes regular occasions and he transcends them or he uplifts them. He infuses them with light, with his light, with the truth of the Gospel. This is... A difficult passage in some ways to navigate. In other ways, it's very simple. Our Lord is talking about himself and the gift of God, which the fathers teach us 
is the gift of the Holy Spirit. So another appropriate text for us as we move closer and closer to Pentecost. The gift of God, the gift of the Holy Spirit, that our Lord initiates this woman, whom we know as St. Fotini in the Orthodox Church, deeper and deeper into the truth of Jesus Christ. The mundane, the everyday, we can all relate to our Lord in his weariness. We can all relate to needing a drink of water. We can also relate to the Samaritan woman who has uh, just on her way to get water from the well, an everyday occurrence. They need water, they need to cook, they need to bathe, they need to drink. So she is going to the place that she has been so many times before, to a well that stretches all the way back to Jacob and to Joseph. It's an everyday occurrence, the need for water. This is in our life the place where our Lord meets us. The mundane, the everyday when we go for a drink of water, when we sit down to eat, when we are tired, when we are by ourselves, when we're in the car, wherever we are, our Lord is coming to us constantly. He journeys no matter where we are, no matter if we're in the desolate regions, whether in abandoned regions, in Samaria, outside of where you would think a law-abiding and holy Jew would be dwelling. He comes even in the middle of the day, which we know from the Psalms and we know from the fathers, the middle of the day, the noonday demon, depression, despondency. He comes even then in the middle of the day at the sixth hour. And it is up to us whether or not we will converse with him, whether or not we will engage with him. Because you can imagine what this St. Fotini, the Samaritan woman, there's this guy sitting at the well who starts talking to her about things. And she could say, okay, I don't have time for this. I need to get this water back. I've got to start boiling things. It's time to eat. But she lingers She's intrigued. Our translation says that she says, Sir, to him. But if you look at the Greek, she's saying, Kyrie. She is saying, Lord, Master. This woman, St. Fotini, in the middle of her everyday life, allows for the Lord to engage with her to ask something of her. And then from there, even though she doesn't really understand maybe fully what the Lord is asking of her, what the Lord is even offering to her, she stays, she questions, she does everything that she can to understand what our Lord is discussing. When the great reveal comes at the end as they mount from topic to topic, knowing where true worship is going to be, and that there is a Messiah that's coming, 
And she asks, where is he or who is he? And he responds, it's the one talking with you. The gospel, you can, it's almost like a movie set, right? There's the reveal, the revelation. You can see it on her eyes. Okay. And then here come the disciples. We've got food. Hey, distraction, interruption. The disciples, what do they want to do? Do they want to, oh, wow, he's deep in conversation with this lady. No, their first is judgment. What in the world is going on? Why is he talking to this lady? She's a Samaritan. They had gone into the city of the Samaritans and bought things, and they're judging our Lord (laughs) for talking with someone. The disciples call out to Jesus. It's dinner time. (laughs) It's time for us to eat. St. Fotini, and this is the image that really jumped out at me this time reading this gospel. St. Fotini leaves her water pot. and She goes back into the city. St. Fotini, completely enraptured, awestruck, dumbstruck, has left the water pot. Her whole journey has been diverted. She is no longer looking for water. She knows that there is something more, something more important than a meal, than the water that's set before her that probably will completely derail her day. She leaves the water pot and she goes back into the city. And she tells everyone, come, see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Brothers and sisters, our Lord is always asking us to engage with him in holy conversation. But it is also something as our Lord draws us into a conversation with him that it makes me reflect upon all of the conversations that I engage with or I initiate or I, like the disciples, it's time to eat. Let's focus on what's practical. Let's focus on what we need to do. Because most of my conversations, let's be honest with ourselves, we're usually too busy very often to have long, deep, meaningful conversations. Throughout this, of course, we can take on the most important level, our Lord. And then we can take it down to the next level in the way in which we conduct our lives with each other. As we have, as the, the apostles and disciples always create a nice foil for the ones who aren't really following or understanding, even though they are tromping through the wilderness with our Lord. Too busy, too distracted to engage in the conversations that we need to. Or perhaps too sarcastic or cynical to actually engage and conversation that goes from the everyday and goes deeper to where our Lord is, where the gift of the Holy Spirit dwells. Or perhaps our conversations uh, end up being a back and forth 
or maybe a monologue of complaining. Can you imagine? Jesus is weird. He's sitting at the well. He says, give me a drink. And the woman's like, you, you want me to? I don't, I don't have time for this. I've got, and then here's the list. <laughs> this is what's going on in my life. And Jesus is sitting there going, okay. <laughs> I would like some water. <laughs> Perhaps our conversations, maybe if they're not rushed, distracted, sarcastic or cynical, unable to really engage. They're not complaining. Maybe they're just kind of shallow. They just never really get to anything of substance. It is something for us as we hear our Lord as our model, as our God and Savior models for us how to engage with each other for us to consider how we begin, how we engage with, and how we end conversations. And especially as we remember what our Lord says in another gospel, that we will be judged for every word that comes out of our mouth. Lord have mercy. Our Lord is always bringing us into his conversation with the Father He is always presenting to us an opportunity to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, to dwell in the Holy Spirit. And we have for us, not only St. Fotini, but St. Barnabas figures very loudly uh, the figure, if you will, in the epistle. And who is St. Barnabas? But he was born Joseph in Cyprus, a Levite, and he is given the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. When we first meet St. Barnabas in the book of Acts, he is kind of put up as an icon or as a difference to Ananias and Sapphira. If you remember Ananias and Sapphira, their conversations were about how can we cheat the church? (laughs) How can we not figure, how can we figure a way to make this work for us and make us look good at the same time? But St. Barnabas sacrifices. He gives money that he has earned through selling. And he is totally focused upon the kingdom. You can see he is the networker. He's the one going from place to place. And he is the one of encouragement. You don't get a nickname like son of encouragement unless you're being sarcastic. But he is a prime example of what it is for someone who is engaged in holy conversation. For St. Barnabas, as we've seen evidence of his sacrifice, of his focus upon the kingdom, shows us that where our hearts are, what we contemplate, what we dwell upon, that is what is going to come out of our mouth. So what are some goals for holy conversation for us as our Lord asks us to engage with him and to so engage with others as St. Fotini did? Going out immediately leaving the water pot and going out. And what does she say? She doesn't say, hey, I've got something to tell you guys. She says, how about there's a guy that I've heard about who just told me everything about me, but you don't need to hear about me unless it's referenced to this man that I've encountered. Come and see. If we are too busy, and this is a challenge, 
Let's slow down. Let's simplify our life. If we're too distracted, same. Let's slow down. Let's simplify our life. Let's focus, simplify our desires, our goals, and reassess what is necessary. If we struggle with a particularly American problem of sarcasm and cynicism, just watch anything. Simplify and increase your faith. I'll even give another encouragement and self-check. Be quiet. You can even accent conversation by just being quiet. Strive for, if you struggle with sarcasm, with cynicism, for trust, for a simple faith focused on what is necessary, instead of all the things that alienate, the criticisms that bubble up constantly, and the judgments against others, more often than not flowing from self-judgment, Complaining, give thanks. Shallowness, again, silence, and feed yourself. We have Holy Scripture as a great banquet that is presented to us. The services of the church, lives of the saints, whatever is good, whatever is necessary for us to contemplate the good, let us engage with that. So that our hearts are full of good things instead of all of the other things that can crowd our mind. We've been hearing the Traparia from the mid-feast as we continue to celebrate it, which focuses on coming to our Lord if we're thirsty and drinking. The gospel pericope from the gospel of the mid-feast, just a little bit after it, this theme, our Lord says, To his disciples, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Brothers and sisters, let us in the mundane, when we are filling up our pots for water to boil that pasta, or when we're waiting for the rice to end, or when we're commuting or when we are sitting in our chair, flicking through the channels and realizing again, yet again, there's nothing on, or there's just too much to even choose one thing, let us instead engage in holy conversation. You can do this in the midst of the mundane. And something I want to make sure and underline, this is not to say that the water pot is not important. She comes back and gets the water pot. There is necessities. There are things that we have to do. But as our Lord models for us, in the midst of all of the mundane things, we can elevate them. We can see within them the presence of God, whether it's water, whether it's the earth, whether it's a tree, whether it's a daughter, whether it's our uncle, whether... It can be anything in the world. We can find Christ within it. Let us draw near and drink deep draughts from the fountain of life. 
Let us find him as he asks us to drink with him. For out of our hearts will flow rivers of living water. We will become peaceful emissaries, ambassadors, as St. Fotini was, as St. Barnabas was to all all of those around us. The water that can irrigate all of the deserts that we find ourselves in. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. Christos Voskresi. Christos Aimbiat. Christ is risen.